Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, folks. Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural, and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts. 
or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Hi everyone, Ben here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Renske S, Ryan McWilliams, Thomas Feely, James Flinders, Leslie Weir. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Episode 69 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex New, and with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Sebastian McGaffigan, Hamid Salah, Arun Al-Tahan, Sasha Rackett, Grizzop Drick Amsterdam. So where we left off, you were underneath Prague, you had dealt with a an animated plague pit, it would seem to be, and were just on your way, presumably out? I don't know. You, you've just burnt the pit and only one of you got sick from it. Yes, I... Think. We will pick yeah. up exactly where we left off because there's not really much point in accelerating yeah. time. Very well, so we are tracking this rogue mage. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Grissop, where... Well, well, maybe we should wait till the morning now. I mean, we dealt with the immediate zombie threat and Sasha had a bit of a lung full of smoke. Are you okay? <laughs> How do we know that this is all of the zombies? Hmm? One plague pit, you know? Prague is a city with a history of plagues. Oh, really? God, are there going to be more? Oh, okay, um... We should probably tell the university then. This is their yeah. problem. This is one of their mages. Sasha is uh, going to keep trying to crawl back towards where Bertie is. Of course. Um, because of his magnetic personality, I'm sure. While throwing up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just the reaction normally people normally have on getting close it's, to Bertie. Yeah, it just reminds me of Rag Week. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that your catchphrase for it the merchandise? It might be. I'm, just getting, I'm getting more and more catchphrases. I just, I'm naturally epigrammatic. That's this is just the um, thing. Life's so hard for you, no, Stuff that's why I've got to carry around this little amanuensis and Bible for all time. <laughs> it's not a little chat, it's just it's a dictaphone. So on with the story. Um, I don't know why you looked at me. <laughs> because because Bertie's about to address Grizzle. <laughs> so this rogue mage sounds like you have information on him hmm, that would allow us to track him down in his lair. Is it a mountain in the shape of a skull? Hmm, is it is it a cave that that's shaped like a snake? Hmm, is he inside a griffin or something? What? Where is he? I want, to, I want to cut him open. Well, if I knew where he was, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Oh, right, fine. But do you have a way of finding him? Uh, yes, investigative work. In, right. Invest- do, do you have any leads? Uh, yes, I was heading up to the university to visit his rooms. Right. All right, we'll do that then, shall we? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fine. <laughs> oh, deferred murder. <laughs> but, Bertie, could, could you maybe, like, just... I think maybe it's dangerous with all those zombies. I think you should take the ring off now, uh, just in case they come for you. You do get another will save now. Uh, nine. Tell you what, those boots are going to look a lot more rubbish once they've got puke all over them, because she's... She is. That's going to happen. At your feet, throwing up. Do you mind, young lady? This is a sewer, not a Weatherspoon's car park. Just take the ring off! (laughs) That was so anachronistic. It made me sad. <laughs> this is a funky I could just world. about deal with funk to funky, but but Weatherspoon's car park. I mean, what's a car? 
<laughs> it's a cart park. You didn't hear him properly. It's a yeah. it's a Listen, Bryn, open your Come ears. Yeah. It's uh, a place where they ask questions about cutlery. And they're <laughs> so popular that loads of people turn up and there has to be a park for the carts. Yeah. So Bertie, Bertie uh, looks at Sasha and goes, this ring, you're so keen for taking off. Bertie takes off the ring. Immediately it passes. And then Bertie puts the ring back on again. Give while me a will save. Sasha. <laughs> uh, 15. No, you're right. Does, can Bertie see her struggling at all? Oh, yes, there would no, There would be a tangible thing. It depends whether you try and hide it, just, but just it is a... Th- at 15, you have gone... And kind of fighting yeah. it off. Bertie looks at her funny, takes the ring off again. Oh, for goodness sake, just take the ring Put, off. Puts it back on again. Why are you letting him do this? <laughs> uh, this time, 19. Uh, you, you shake it off. Uh, anger's helping. Anger helps. Just... Bertie, Bertie takes the ring off. Now, uh, hang on. Now, this is a ring of a trapped undead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, some of us had a bit of an adventure in Mr. Ceiling, didn't we? Right? Some of us some of us had our organs mushed around with... What? It's, <laughs> it's a long story. So we first met in a tavern, and... Wibbly, 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 wibbly. About 20 minutes. We take 20. We take 20 to finish. <laughs> See, taking 20 means that you have to fail at least once. That means you try to tell the whole story, get halfway, go, no, wait, no, no, start again. Yeah, where, where do you think Bertie learned his storytelling from? So he fails true. at least once. That's so okay. true. Uh, yeah, but full story, blah, 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 blah. It um, took 20. It was thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> After the second sentence, I interrupt, suggest we move out of the sewer to have this conversation. <laughs> And we, then we resume it as soon as we're out of right. the sewer. We, we have the conversation as we're working towards the uh, the teleporter. You are back at the square. There yeah. are a large number of civilians going round, and they are proceeding to basically deal with this. Some police have turned up, but it's, it's zombies. Now. I think it's important to acknowledge that um, young Miss Rackett is at least partially undead. No, I've got like maybe an undead kidney or something. Like one of the organs that Zolf stuffed back in me is maybe a little bit undead, but. Obviously, I've been healed. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like actual undead. Didn't get damaged by all that channel positive energy. So I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a zombie. Just, just a little bit, a little bit ill. Maybe. Very well. Pretty accurate summation, actually. Bertie is so pleased that he's actually managed to work something out <laughs> on the basis of the available information that he doesn't really respond to Sasha's distress. You could, um, you could try the Aphrodite lot. They do that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, uh, I might. What, let's look at these clues. Sir Bertrand McGuffin on P.I. It's got a ring to it, hasn't it? At least he got it right. I was waiting for the E. <laughs> P.I. <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> not just for the scent of the villain. Yes. <laughs> So, what are people doing then? Going to the what's port- your game plan? Going to the teleport pad. Yeah, what's the teleport pad look like now? Does what it look like it's in operation? And what time is it? Because we have been... Late we evening fight, now. We, sh- we went shopping. Yeah. We had another fight. It is, it is powering on towards evening, yeah. As in, let's say that the sun is down, the moon is not yet up. That's what time it is. And so there are a number of, like I said, civilians going around. There, the mage who was teleporting people back up is currently having a chat with a colleague by the teleportation circle. No one appears to be going up or down currently. The police are mostly looking at the zombies going, that's a zombie, yeah? Mm, yeah, definitely a zombie. Yeah. When you say looking at the zombies, they're dead zombies. Zombie they're, they're flat on the ground, yeah. bits of them everywhere. 
it's not even a case of like they just had a hole in them like they have been either burnt away into effectively dust or you put them into so many small bits that they just gave up trying to move sort of thing but yeah a couple of fragments of skull they're trying to put <laughs> terminator to it Ooh, like a thing Yes. No, that, that, that does not happen. What you are currently having is basically a couple of wizards are by the teleportation circle. No one appears to be teleporting anywhere currently. Uh, maybe you should, maybe, I, I mean, I know that Sasha hasn't lost any hit points, but she's thrown up and she's thoroughly humiliated. Maybe, maybe it's time for, like, bed. I think it might be worth coming back in the morning when the teleportation service is resumed normally. Yeah. Uh, who are the authorities around here? Should we tell them about what happened in the... I don't know, police? Oh, you don't? I thought you lived here. No. Oh, my Just mistake. Visiting. You mind if I crash on your sofa? Well, we've got a hotel a hotel room, so there's plenty of space. Is that a yes? Yeah, but please. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks. So, heading back, you all head back to the hotel. Uh, unless anyone has anything else that they want to do, I am going to go ahead and just assume that you make it to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bertie has this uh, 10 charge uh, cure light wounds wand mm-hmm. that is, even Bertie has worked out that this is cursed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to try and work out in what way it is cursed. Okay. How's he intend to do so? Uh, he is going to do that by casting it at his own hand. Has he got any kind of injuries that it could actually affect? Um, oh, he's got, oh, hang on, he's got <laughs> one, one sonic, sonic damage. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's got one sonic damage. <laughs> So presumably, then, you take the cursed wand and stick it in your ear before activating. Yeah. yeah. Exactly oh, I'm so does. glad this is happening. Maybe, maybe look down the barrel before pulling the trigger. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just is it. Just, just is it. This is it. Give me a use magic device for the cursed wand that's in your ear. Oh. oh, no. Oh, hang on. Does this cancel out, though? So it's... Okay, so he's rolled very poorly of two. His use magic device skill is is three. I've got to update mm-hmm. that uh, after the last one. So that is three. So that is five total. Okay, I've just failed to use it. Doesn't do yeah. anything at all. Uh, good news and not bad news. Okay. The good news is you're not hurt. The bad news is, if anyone was watching, it's because Bertie holding the one that has a clear taper goes, hmm. small end first. Oh no, that my, my ear's too big. Takes it, uses the wand backwards, <laughs> rams it in his own ear for a while. It hurts a bit because you've just rammed it in your ear. Take it out and go, clearly it's a wand of minor earache. I mean, it's inconvenient, but it's not particularly cursed. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I you have, have a wand of minor, minor earache. earache. That is now going on my character sheet. Ten charges. Ten charges. Nine left. Nine left. Nine, nine times. I've crossed that out. Nine times charge. Minor earache. Wand of minor earache. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I've got a feeling that's going to come up later. <laughs> I've got a feeling that it would have gone a lot worse if you'd have succeeded to put the cursed item through your brain! Yep. Stop putting things through your brain! Bertie is very much at the stage of development where he just like shoves things in an orifice to see if it works. That works. Both like this, is this is the greatest Chekhov's gun that has ever existed. Hard, I'm like, so hard happy. Hard cut to the Temple of Artemis. How did he get it up there? Don't ask. <laughs> Please just take he it out. He slipped while cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that happened. Uh, so I, I am going to fill uh, Grizzop in on the, the backstory of the party, uh, okay. but I'm going to present it in as positive a way as I can manage sure. so we don't all look like horrible, awful um, people. As Ben asks, uh, you're not, we're all lovely people. Um, what, do, what don't you tell me? What do you leave out? Definitely not the curse. Bertie's curse. You definitely don't know about the curse. 
Yes. Okay, sure. Oh, and again, from Birdie's point of view, you also don't know that he is on a quest for adventure for reasons of money. Like, sure. that's eliminated as a reason. Money it's because is, you're a hero. It's because I'm a hero. Sure. Birdie's a hero. Um, so I will tell you that we are working for the meritocrats. Okay. And I'll, I'll sort of... Because partly this is my pitch to you to work with us. Yeah. So that's, you know, I'll tell you... I'll tell you about most of the positives. I will explain about the misadventure in the Paris catacombs okay. and how Sasha basically died. Um, and Bertie saved everyone. But it was fine. <laughs> Dave and Steve. <laughs> Sasha will Steve. not be around. She went straight up to them. Yeah, yeah. So sure. she doesn't know that... Like, if you decide to tell all of, you know, her sad so I won't. secrets... I won't. I will not be sharing Sasha's personal stuff with sure. you. Nothing about Brock, nothing about... No. Um, What's his face? Bertie adds a lot of supplementary detail about like the rippling muscles of Dave and Steve. And how if, you're, if you're following them down an alleyway, it helps if you can just visualise their buttocks, you know, as they bob gently. I'll just, along. I'll just, said, be earnestly nodding along, going, "Oh yeah, very interesting." Half okay, yeah. male, mm-hmm. top half, obviously. Is that Karen? Does anyone mention a certain meritocrat who might kind of be dead? No. Okay, cool. Okay. As far as I'm aware, those are kind of the key. Yeah. Bonus marks A. Okay. <laughs> hey guys. Okay, cool. In that case, morning after. However, we're allowing quite a lot of cumulative things to stack up. So let's run through these slowly. Can I get a thought say from you, Sasha? Uh, five plus three, eight. Your wounds reopen again. Right. Can I get a will save, Bertie? Thirteen. Thirteen. You wake up really tired, really, really tired. Mm. You have fatigue, in fact. It's as if you never slept at all. Oh. Uh, Sasha got up very early. Shocker. Uh, and snuck out the window mm-hmm. to go to the temple of Artemis to get healed. Do you mean Artemis or do you mean Aphrodite? Do you mean Artemis again, where you went last time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going to have to accelerate through that quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't take long. You the, don't the, run into the same person. They um, just go, oh, you have a minor illness. Okay, yeah. cool. Unless you go through the whole rigmarole again. No, no, no. She doesn't explain. She just says, I got some scratches last night. I need them healed up. Exactly the same as before. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. Whoa. Healed. They're Sneaks quite no nonsense. Back in the window. Everyone give me a perception check. <laughs> Critical fail. 18. 25. 25. To the two ex-uni lads, someone's been playing hooky. <laughs> oh, essay crisis probably. Sneaking in to deliver it late. Anyway, <laughs> anything happening before people go to try and teleport up to the university again? Do you mention your severe fatigue? But he's super tired. You know, I am really... Uh, I wasn't drinking anything, was I? No. Mm. You're okay. Very sleepy. Mm. While those two are talking, I am going to try and just have a very quick check-in with Sasha that the other two won't notice. Okay. Are you okay, Sasha? Yeah, I'm fine. Cool. I, I raise my eyebrows sceptically, but don't push any harder. Look at you learning. Mm. So, wait. Um, I woke, woke up from a good night's sleep and I am super knackered. Mm. It's like I've been on a cross-country run where I was furious at everything I encountered along the way. <laughs> All right, sit down. All right. Top off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 
map time. It's a good start. Way yeah, to start the day. Yeah, excellent way to start the day. Uh, and I, I will now, I will salute the sun. Okay, now say ah. Oh. Ah! <laughs> One sun damage. Stop saying ah. <laughs> stop saying ah. Uh, I'll do a heal check. Uh, go for it. 16. Um, He just didn't go to bed. But like, as far as you can tell, he just didn't go to bed. You just look like you haven't slept. I did. I was there. <laughs> I mean, not much gets past Sebastian McGuffigan. I was definitely there. One man, one bed. That's I'm, I'm pretty well. sure I heard him snoring. <laughs> All right, well, we'll keep an eye on it, but we weren't down a sewer with a lot of zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty of fluids, blah, blah, blah. For the moment, this might perk you up, and I'll lay on hands. Uh, you're healed. Oh, no, you're at max hit points. But because I have mercy for fatigue, uh, ah, which is an additional you thing, you don't have fatigue anymore. You've just had a great night's sleep instantly. Excellent. That's wonderful. A, a thousand bankers all cried out in lust for this ability. <laughs> yeah, There's a bit of me that genuinely was just like, that would be amazing. What would you, oh, that, yeah. All the other magic in this world, I have been like, yeah, I mean, like that's yeah, cool. Fine. That sounds sparkly. The ability to just oh. skip sleep. Oh my. No, it's not the, it's the feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. When there's no possibility. Oh, no, I have read about that, in fairness. Yeah. Anywho. So, I. <laughs> Skipping ahead to heading to the teleportation circle. It's up, it's running. There's a lot more traffic this time. It is as much officials this time as sort of tourists and so on. Nonetheless, you make yourself into the queue. It's the same wizard on duty this time who uh, sees you, lets you cut in. He's just like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Officials, he keeps saying loudly. He, he looks like he's trying to pull it off as being like really canny, but it mostly consists of him like winking a lot and going, officials, yep, definitely officials. officials. We're... You get to the front of the line as officials. We're opticians. We're here to treat this man's astigmatism. Officials. Officials. Yep. Mm -hmm. Officials. He just skips you straight to the front of the line for the teleport. Thanks, mate. Yep. Three, two, thanks for not mentioning how incompetent I was, one, and teleport you back up to the Mercy, university. throughout all of this has been waving <laughs> regally at the crowd. When, uh, when we get to the top, we go, that's fine, just don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are back up at the university. For what it's worth, although there's like a lot of traffic and you can see there's a lot of people who are queuing for the down teleportation, honestly, it looked more or less untouched, like... Life is continuing as normal. There are a few students laughing in a quad which floats over your head, that kind of thing. I mean, the zombie outbreak's pretty common in Prague. They seem pretty unruffled. From my experience, these uh, mages don't really care about what happens down below. From, I can just pipe in in terms of things that Hamid would know. An outbreak of zombies on all of the things that a mage university has to deal with is fairly low. If they didn't reverse at least three spatial dimensions during a day, then it was a quiet one. Like Animal house! <laughs> <laughs> that time they turned the quad inside out and it was full of beings from another plane. Like, that was awkward. Zombies is fine. You get a very unseen university of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Time loops, that's what you've got to be really careful of. Oh, they take ages to notice. Yeah. That's the problem yeah. with them. Time loops, that's what you've got to be careful of. Oh, they take ages to notice, that's the problem with them. Oh. Time loops, that's what you've got to be careful of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Rule of three! No, Yay. denied! So, what the last 72 hours, I have noticed, however many it was, instances <laughs> of the number three. Carry on. So, what are we doing then? Heading to the rooms of... No. No. Uh, denied. Remember the thing. Uh, right, so I'll ch explain a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I'm tracking the rogue mage, right? Went to talk to the um, wizardly council, whatever they have. High council of big hats. 
they were telling me lies, and I managed to find out that it's in fact one of them who is the rogue one. Uh, a um, member of the Wizards' Council. Yes. Corruption within. Hmm. Who is oh the power dear. behind the throne? Who is the puppet master? If they're behind the throne, does that mean that the puppet is controlled from below? Yeah. What does that look like? Oh, how deep does this rabbit hole go? More importantly, how deep does that man's rabbit hole go? We need to work out the greasy emerald in the mix. Oh, the greasy emerald. Yeah, so the guy we're looking for, he's called Franz Kafka. And, uh... I'm going back there to basically challenge them. They've been telling me porkies, and they shouldn't have been. Uh, are we going to see just him or the, the whole council? Well, no, I don't know where he is. If I, if, if I knew where he was, I'd be hunting him. Ah, okay. No, the council, because they've been lying to me for some reason. So what, are they trying to cover for him? No, they're probably just embarrassed. Would it not then perhaps be better in order to save the blushes of the council, who are, of course, your employers, I believe, in this matter? <laughs> to confront Mr. Kafka independently hmm, and bring them a solution well, rather than a problem. I wouldn't know why they're lying to me. I would suspect that this is information that we could find out rather more directly from Mr. Kafka himself. Hmm? Yeah, all right. Whichever way round. Let's go to his rooms. Very well. Hmm, where are they? And we proceed in... Assuming we know yeah. that already. Grizzop does, obviously. It wasn't hard anyway insofar as it's just, okay, what's the most official-looking building? Ah, that one that that's just glowing with a celestial light. Fair enough, that makes sense. Heading in. Okay, heading to the most expensive looking route. Yeah, okay, it's very easy to trace where, you know, the seats of power are. This one's got Professor Kafka written on it. <laughs> yeah. Shocker, yeah. Effectively, you start heading through into Office a... hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. 3 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. <laughs> every other Thursday of the second month. And there's an A5 piece of paper with a flyer for that book he wrote that no one's read. <laughs> so, heading to what is obvious to, certainly to Hammy more than anyone else, but to anyone really what's the biggest elaborate looking building that still has people going in and out of it it's got a very clear plaque outside which floats above the ground which literally says you know um, Kafka's house <laughs> Shay Kafka <laughs> it, ju- it just has uh, councilman's offices basically heading up however there's a couple of mages they look bored again mostly they appear to be playing some version of a magical game with hoops and rings that are all prestidigitated to just pass the time but they are directly in your way and won't let you in. Certainly trying. Cast invisibility on me. You can sneak past anyway. Amateur cast invisibility on Bertie. Sneaking past. Did you just appropriate a spell because you want it now? Well, I mean, Bertie is by a significant margin the least stealthy member of this party. 29. Spot the problem with clank, clank, clank. I'm invisible. Yeah. Clank, clank. Just take your shoes off. Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) That would make him silent. Yeah. Uh, Sasha got 29. Um, I'm going to tell Bertie to go and talk to them. Just engage them in conversation, Bertie. It can be about anything you like. Very well. I mean, he's not going to be much good looking for clues, is he? (laughs) That's a good point. I'll roll stealth. Uh, That is only 16. 16. So... Bertie begins a conversation with them. Sasha takes her opportunity and stealths by with with a plum. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Grizzop also attempts to stealth by with a plum. At which point, the two guards go, "Oi, see you." At which point, the other one's like, "We're so good. Yeah, we're so good. You are great, aren't you? We are yes, great. you are." And I'm going to take a break there. Okay. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I just wanted to take a moment to let you know about the jobs page that we have on our website. 
Some of you might have already noticed, but if you look under the About tab at RustyQuill.com, you'll find a list of all the positions that we're looking to fill as we expand. Right now, for instance, we're looking for people with marketing experience, HR experience, and visual artists, along with multiple other roles. Anytime we have a role that needs filling, we post it on there and also let people know via social media. So, if you want to work with us, make sure to join our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter via at the Rusty Quill. Then, if we mention a job and you think you're the right person for it, you can go to the website for more information and start the process of joining our team. That's all for now. Thanks, as always, for all your support, and we look forward to meeting everyone that applies. And welcome back. So, we will stick with Sasha for now, heading into the building. Um, I'm going to... Uh, out of sight, cast invisibility on myself and attempt to sneak past as well. It's it's very easy to get out of sight with when they're paying attention to someone like Bertie. Uh, and my stealth roll was 23 anyway. Yeah, it's fine. You're as invisible as anything. Um, I mean, if they're actually genuinely just engaged in conversation with Bertie, I'll stay standing where I was and then just slowly sidle into the building. <laughs> so, that suspicious of you, though. Everyone you're bear with me. One. How dim are the wizards? <laughs> so, both wizards are apparently not as incompetent as you thought, but oh. nonetheless are incompetent enough to let both of you in because they rolled incredibly low, even if they do have special enchantments that never even came into play because yes. they rolled so low, that's fine. So yeah, both Grizzop and Hamid manage to get in because as the conversation progresses with Bertie, it gets more engaging. Give me a diplomacy roll to cover... The rest of this conversation, roll well. Pop a pageantry, but. Oh, um, 13. Oh, you manage it, but it's not nearly as interesting as you'd hoped because it's starting to deteriorate into discussion of bureaucratic process. So, what, what A levels did you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not great. It does sound like a great, great preparation for a career. So, uh, darling, right. standing still. Is that why it's hard to get a decent job? Yeah. Where's the market? So, Sasha, mm -hmm. we'll say that you're being careful to make sure that you don't set off any ridiculous magical traps or something, mm. and while you're still doing the scope, the other two end up turning up. For the sake of my ease, because I don't want to split the party four ways in this location. Check the door for traps. Which door? The You've door just gone in okay. to ma the main building. So, heading into the building. Yep. Then we see, I assume, like a list of names with the room number and their office hours. So, heading into the building, it's large on the inside. Shocker. Ugh. The front porch I is... I thought it would be smaller on the inside, <laughs> ease of searching. The um, front porch, what looked from the outside like a, a fairly like humble-ish porch, nice wooden door, nice wooden eaves. You head into, and it's a great hall. Um, it is got a roaring fireplace, huge um, eaves and so on. But instead of having dining tables or anything like that, it's full of large, comfy-looking chairs which are gently like floating around like they're on an air hockey table for ease of movement and there's what looks to be um, a coat rack. However, as you watch, you see that it, it gently shuffles itself as it's cleaning the coats whilst it holds them. It's all very Ooh. excessive. There are two doors, one to the left, one to the right. Both are large sets of double doors in this great hall. It may turn out to be slightly harder to search this building than initially looked from the fairly straightforward, if elaborate, building. Like There's no signs at all. Uh, at this point, no. The I others are yeah. with you at this point. Okay. I'm invisible, so I'll whisper. I'm still here. What? What? Wait, wait. Who? Who? Oh, oh. 
Oh, Hamid. Conscience, it's been so long. <laughs> How are you? I was thinking of having an emotional moment, but I think she's suspicious enough. <laughs> I think there's enough going on that, like, we'd err on the side of caution for now. It's fine, it's fine. Oh, it's Hamid, great. Heading through the doors on the left. They are large, and it's kind of hard to open them in such a way that it's unobvious, given that they're like, you know, 12 foot tall. And even if you pull it ajar, it's still a 12 foot door coming ajar. But again, it's quite empty. It leads through to a carpeted corridor with a set of stairs, again, carpeted heading up. This one's a little bit more humble. Maybe the Great Hall thing is is a bit of a flashy maneuver to just get people a bit wowed. This is a bit more functionary. And yeah, there is a plaque on the side, which is, you know, a, a list of offices. One of the names you already recognize. I will list them for you now, see if you can spot it. So, it has them listed by, shocker, what you would recognize Hamid as all of the magical schools. Each magical school has a head. Enchantment, Sigmund Freud. Illusion, Eldarian. That name should ring a bell. No. Sasha's tutor. Sasha's tutor is down there as oh, right. Eldarian, head of illusion. Head of head of conjuration, Mr. Einstein, open brackets, Albert, close brackets. It's the only one that's written like that. Don't know why. Transmutation, Marie Curie. Abjuration, just has Elizabeth. No surname, just Elizabeth. Divination is Henrietta Codswallop. And necromancy, because I like saying it that way, is Franz Kafka. They all have the relative room numbers on them as well. That is weird. What's weird, Sasha? Nothing. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Kafka's room then. <laughs> so Kafka's room is actually... So it looks like he's head of necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the only one that appears to have an office below the ground floor. And so all of Why? the Why? Others... Why would you put the one that raises the dead, the one that works with buried things, below the ground? There's, but there's, but like there's not really a ground level here because the whole thing's in the sky. It's like they're asking for trouble, though. <laughs> they've given him a dark basement, right? They've basically they've given him yeah. they've given the mad scientist who raises the dead a dark basement to do his dirty evil work in. He's probably got a cloak with a high collar and a really tiny beard. Yeah. <laughs> probably, I bet he does all of his work. What's, what's, what's his office hours? Oh, they're at night, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, funnily enough, so heading down Goodness the stairs, see. I presume. Wizards. Yep, going down. So, down, down the stairs. Okay, um, you activate the trap. A voice immediately booms out, loudly and clearly echoing through the room. I'm not doing tutorials. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> That's all that happens. Ha- ha- Hamid almost by instinct before his conscious mind has registered has started to turn and walk the other way and then he's like oh no I, we should go on anyway oh, it's oh, no, not there I've graduated yes. yes and I'm wearing all of my clothes this isn't that dream it's not that dream so when, when Invisible Spell wears off you will see that Hamid is magically wearing academic robes <laughs> to blend in of course yeah so uh, heading down the stairs Keep checking for traps now <laughs> I will skip ahead all of the rolls. There don't appear to be any more. It is a well-lit, carpeted corridor with actually quite tasteless wallpaper. It's kind of shintzy almost. It's, it's a bit pink and floral. Heading down, heading down, you eventually get to a door that just has a nice, humble little uh, brass plaque, Franz Kafka. And yeah, it's a wooden door you can't see through. Uh, I will... Is it locked? Yes. Pick 
check for traps and then pick the lock. Good news, bad news. There's no traps. It doesn't appear to have any kind of keyhole. Might be a magical door. And by might, I mean you're 99% certain it's a magical door. That's what he wants you to think. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's true, correct, but he also wants you to think that. Cut to Bertie. Well, yeah, so um, honestly, like, once I'd finished uh, my, like, schooling years, I just, I just wanted to travel. I just wanted mm. to find myself, because a lot of people go straight into academia, and they yeah. don't, you know, they don't really, they don't really experience, they, they don't, yeah. you know, you know, so, yeah, so, yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> I went to, uh, went to Paris for a while, it was really nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so different, you know. It's it's really really is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sustain that. <laughs> Bag. Do you know, just put your hand in. <laughs> <laughs> just see what's in there. <laughs> Genuinely, that's what he's going to do. He's so bored. I'm going to cut back to Sasha yeah, and we'll fine. see how that plays out. Um, Hamid, do you have any idea how you pick a magical lock? Um, you, well, you can cast the unlock spell. Well, I can't. No, me neither. Zop. Grizzop. No, right. I can't. Um, well, what was your plan then? Was to go and chat to the council. Alright, well, let's. Fine. Um, well, we could check his, you know, rooms. Yeah. Like his bedroom. I mean, I suspect they'll be locked, but, you know, maybe. Maybe for... they use a normal lock. Maybe for fun, yeah. Maybe he just decided for some quaint reason to have a, a pickable lock. Honestly, I'm betting that a lot of the wizards here, they find it easier to cast a spell than. They than would, the yeah. So this is yeah. actually, really, they should just put freaking locks on. Is that the only entrance to the room? You haven't explored. Sorry, it's I a just... basement, uh, so I assume. Well, so. I, if I were a bad scientist, I would have an emergency exit. Mm. Right, Grizzle. Any ideas about emergencies exits, or should I start climbing around on the underside of a floating wizard city? I'm not the wizard here. Mm. Like, yeah, I can have a look around, but I've got no idea what they might have. Great, great, great. Um, but we should, great. probably shouldn't climb on the outside of the floating city. That, that doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Um, I mean, let's have a look around. There might be another way in, but yeah, we might have to track him down somewhere else. I mean, he might be inside. We could not. Unlikely, but give it a go if you want. I knock. There is a scuffle from inside, and then the door opens. An extremely short, extremely wild-haired human, male, stands there going, Yes? Professor Kafka? What? No! Why would I be Kafka? He's gone! Oi! He just heads back in and starts Wait, rocking what? around with him. I'm going to follow him inside. What do you want? Well, Why are you looking, here? I was looking for Professor Kafka. My, my essay is late. Kafka doesn't do tutorials. You know he doesn't do tutorials. You heard the thing with the thing. Yeah, but I just needed to talk to him about it. Well, talk to one of the others. I'm busy. He just proceeds Who to are just. Who you? Who am I? Yes. He kind of turns and, and gestures to himself. He's a mess. He's a complete mess. Like he's technically wearing wizard robes. They are inside out. Like, there are labels and stitching and so on. Like, his tie is wild, and to everyone else, he looks like he hasn't slept in a while. Please let this character's name be John Mess. Just <laughs> Look, do you not do conjuration? No. Well, then, fine, it's Einstein, okay? Now what? What do you want? Why are you here? Why are you in Professor Kafka's rooms, Professor? I'm professoring! 
He proceeds to carry on just faffing with things. I'll uh, ignore him and just get on with my own investigation. He genuinely doesn't seem to care. Brilliant. Um, so, give me a perception check for searching. Uh, 18. 18. Anyone else helping? I mean, I suppose I should be looking for things. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, to 18. continue trying to distract Einstein. Sure. Grizzop and Sasha, both of you start searching, it becomes readily apparent whilst even if Hamid wasn't distracting Einstein, he's rubbish at searching. In fact, whilst you are searching, he gets annoyed at one point. You see him cast a spell. Um, if you want to know what it is, you can spellcraft. Uh, 16. Uh, it's Unseen Servant, and that proceeds to start searching. An invisible force starts searching through things a little more effectively. He mostly will check a desk, He'll then go over to a different part of the room, check, and then go back to where he's already checked, and then check the same things again, because he's just clearly a little bit addled or something, because he's not paying attention. You guys are a lot way more efficient. So heading down there, the first thing you see is that it's not really the basement room you'd have expected. It's quite... It's as if a little old lady lived here. It's got floral patterns on the wall. It's got um, little crystal chandeliers, doilies for all of the things. It's absolutely tasteless. Has some lovely bay windows which actually overlook the rest of Prague. It looks like he's literally kind of clinging on underneath rather than in some dank basement. And um, yeah, heading through, having a check, it becomes apparent whilst you're having a check that there's nothing really interesting here. In fact, it's ridiculously banal. It's not even like there's a spell book around or anything. It's mostly like you find a diary which is just like, must see Sarah in three days and discuss the um, wedding or whatever. Today it's, I had an egg for my breakfast. It's, it, yeah, it's the most... Nice. I was thinking today I woke up and uh, I was a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Going through, there doesn't appear to be anything of even vague, like remotely useful thing. However, during your search, you do discern what appears to be a, at first, a breeze from, you know, the bay windows. Yeah, of course, no problem. But both of you, like, those bay windows are closed and look really, really good. Like, with proper seals, it's the equivalent of what we have now of double glazing. There shouldn't be a breeze coming from them, so there's something squiffy going on there. Cut back to Bertie. One of the mages is examining the wand whilst the other one's head is currently in the bag, and it's like, oh, like a like a wand of earache, really. Like, I've never. Yeah, that's what I have worked out. I shoved it in my ear. My ear hurt, so I can only deduce from these basic precepts. <laughs> hmm? Using my diamond sharp mind, hmm, that it is a wand of minor earache. It was only a minor earache. Well, give me a sec. He grabs the one whose head is in the bag, pulls it up. The head's still on. Right. Which is good. And then he proceeds to go, uh, oi, hold still, and uses the wand. Immediately, the person drops to their knees and stops holding their face and screaming as blood comes out from between their hands. I'm going to cut back into... Pop it, pop it earring. <laughs> <laughs> How are your ears? Cutting to Hamid in the office with the others chatting to Einstein. Well, obviously I'm here because I have to search. Oh, what God. are you? What are you looking for, Professor? Maybe I could help you. I don't know what I'm looking for. If I knew what I was looking for, I'd know where to look. Mm. God, is Albert Einstein actually a thirteen-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Professor. Just while I've got you here, can what? I ask you one question? Yes, what? If I didn't know a spell two days ago and now I do, how would that work? 
I, um, have you been subjected to any strange occurrences to do with, um, magical mind alteration, or maybe you have, um, let's be honest, it's magic, you probably ate something funny, like, this happens all the time. Like, really? You'd, you'd be surprised. Uh, let's see, are you Faye? No! Why okay. does everyone keep asking that? <laughs> Look, it's very common! It's Told a, you! It's a perfectly lo- thank you, it's a perfectly logical, reasonable assumption. It's a fae, I mean, you could be sorcerer, you could be going through some kind of, like, biological change. Have you been to the Outer Plains? No! Well then, it's probably fae. A little question. Definitely not fae. How could I tell if I was a sorcerer? I, um... <laughs> Okay, um... I mean, they're really rare, aren't they? Well, there's, there's a really simple thing, just... Okay, what spells have you prepared today? None. Well, then, uh, cast a spell. Uh, okay. I cast Dancing Lights. Okay, great, so you're not a wizard. He then pulls in close, he goes, You're not tiny. Okay, you're probably a sorcerer, it's not that big a deal. It's just rare, that's all. And then he carries on faffing around. Oh. Okay. Cut to Sasha and Grizzle. I say cut to. You're in the same room. You're just at the opposite end. Pan to. <laughs> pan, pan slightly across mm. via an unseen servant searching a desk. Can you feel that? Yeah. I'm thinking secret passage. So Are there any suspicious bookcases? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would this be a hunt for traps? Would that apply? Or... It'd just be a standard perception check to see if oh, okay. what's, what's afoot, I'm afraid. Um, I will assist... I'll do an aid action on Sasha. Sure. Liking Grizzop more as he's <laughs> less of a show stealer. Sasha is becoming very slightly less resentful. Maybe because she's got other things to resent. Yeah. Um, I think I give you a plus two. So, yeah. yeah. I got 22 plus two, 24. 24? Mm. So, examining the bay windows. Um, you discern that a breeze is coming from the bay windows, but the breeze doesn't actually line up with the creases of the door, like the, where the door jam is. Your best guess, someone's done magic in that, and there's definitely a door there, but it's not a bay window. Can, you, can we feel exactly where You can feel like? exactly where you're like, there, there's a door breeze coming in the middle of this window. It's, it's not lining up at all where the breezes should be coming. There's definitely a door, but when you're patting, it feels like... Oh, okay. The door is there. The only thing that you can discern is a, basically a breeze where there shouldn't be one. Hamid? Yeah? How are you with, like, seeing through illusions and stuff? Oh, not great. Uh, Professor, is there an illusion over there? Well, he, he, uh, a great school one for stealth, eh? <laughs> <laughs> He turns, has a look, and goes, Maybe, um, this isn't really my specialty. Uh, you could probably dispel it, though, right? Thank you! Thank you so much! Jeez, I, why didn't I think of that? God! And then he, yeah, dispels why, it. Why didn't you think of that? Because <laughs> he's distracted. Oh, okay. Dispel is only a much lower level spell. So if I was a sorcerer, what would that mean? What's going to happen to me? He's he's dispelling over his shoulder whilst looking at you. I know, I'm keeping him distracted. Yeah, it's, it's amazingly easy. <laughs> You're not even going to have to roll for it. So to do, to answer the question first, he starts heading into... Well, I mean, look, okay, have you traced your ancestry back beyond a certain amount? Because it's very common that someone has magical talent like this. It's just halflings. Well, it's probably not just halflings. They were just business people. He's he's now just getting exasperated. To the actual door that was an illusion that's gone, there is now what looks like an actual kind of basementy door with what looks like a wooden door. Has a lock, like an actual mechanical lock. 
and it was clearly hidden behind this illusion of I a window. I knew it. I knew the necromancer wouldn't have all of this nice, fancy stuff. It's going to be a dank basement. It's going to. I bet that there's a portal to like a dank basement in a dank city under a hard dank... cut to Bertie. So, the first. Still nameless, let's be honest, you didn't ask their names. Why would you? Nope. The first guard wizard who cast the. I feel like they should both be called Oliver. I'm going to allow that. They're both called Oliver. Yeah. So there's Oliver and Ollie. Can they both be wearing uh, blue voting blazers? Yes. Thank you. Yes, they can. That's fine. <laughs> At which point, the first. I'm not much less invested in o- Over their wizard robes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> So they're like puffing out like, really <laughs> ridiculously. So the first one who went down, you know, blood coming out from your hands, the um, one who cast a spell from the wand starts panicking, going, Oh, oh God, oh, oh no, uh, oh, um, uh, 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 just freezes, just goes, uh, um, uh, 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 um. I think I know what Prince can say. <laughs> Give me a health potion. <laughs> okay. No, I, I was about to say that, but I remember that we didn't actually have any. Meanwhile, the um, the one who's been had it cast upon looks up, and they just it looks like someone's punched them really hard in the face. Like it's it's not like breaking their face or anything, but it does just look like someone's clocked them, like a prize fighter has clocked them in the face. They're crying, so Oliver's crying whilst Oliver's freezing and panicking, and then a small crowd starts, you know, uh, coming up at the base of the. Uh, at the base of the path that leads up towards this building. For what it's worth, no one seems particularly concerned. Mostly people think it's kind of hilarious and ridiculous. Again, the stakes get quite high when you're dealing yeah. with magic, so it's mostly just one Oliver is panicking whilst the other one is, is bleeding. The Oliver who isn't bleeding and crying, just going, what do I do? 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 He's holding he's holding the one and kind of brandishing it wildly like he doesn't know what to do with it. Well, perhaps, Oliver. You should put that down. Ha, ha, ha. He puts his hand out and just takes it gently. He said, yeah, Oliver's now just kind of there shaking, going, I'm, I'm going to get expelled. I can't oh, get expelled. What, what have you done, Oliver? What have you oh, done God. to Oliver here? What am I going to do? This is very serious, You've Oliver. You've got to help me. He reaches out and sort of grabs your breast, like, what am I going to do? Oh, Oliver, Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, Oliver. Don't worry about a thing. Oh. I'm going to sort all of this out, make all of these problems go away. Oh, God, help me. Don't worry, come with me. Bertie takes the other Oliver, who's still weeping, just takes them both around the shoulders and just gently ushers them into the building. <laughs> this, this works. Yeah. Brilliant. Cut back to Kafka's office. Pick that lock. Disable device. Fine, disable device. 17. 17? <laughs> Roll a five. <laughs> That's what happens when you optimise like anything. Yeah. Well, the, okay. yeah, I mean, She's I got so many skill points, she might as well max some yeah. skills out. The thing is, what else am I going to put them in? No, like, no. It's, I'm, I'm not going to, because I don't, I specifically don't put them in the social ones, because that would be against the character. It's exactly what rogues do. Like, so she should be super good at bluff, uh-huh. but I haven't added anything to Oh, it all makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, and, and like, and sense motive, I've deliberately not put any in, <laughs> but she's still got seven. So, <laughs> you have disabled the point. lock. Yeah. It seems to be perfectly mundane and has no traps associated with it or anything. Right. In fact, it was, it was kind of a, a surprisingly simple. Like someone who went to the big effort of having a big illusion, you'd think it'd have a good lock, but. Yeah. I'm betting that I assumed all of the people here are completely impractical. 
And so he would defeat them with the device of not using a magic. Whilst you're saying that, at the other side of the room, look, okay, then you have a mummy, okay, and you have a daddy, and one of them has the magic. Sometimes it goes screwy. It's not that big a deal. I mean, okay, you would be the first sorcerer in what, like 200 years, so what? Okay, it's not a big deal. It's just a thing. Hammond just looks stunned. He has run out of words. Right, thank you. God, he turns, looks at the door. There's a door there. <laughs> well done, there is. Yeah. Out of the way, I clearly solved the mystery. He starts wandering up to the door. I think we should probably go with him. He'll get lost. Well, Even he, if the door doesn't. He might need open. our help. Well, we probably want your big, um, the big guy. What's his name? Uh, Barry? Curtis. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Everyone Barry. give me a perception check who is in that room. <gasps> Critical fail. Critical fail. Oh, blimey. Um, that is a, ah, 23. 23. 13. 13. Okay. Sasha, you hear that there are screams further up and into the building. Mm. Hamid, there's weeping coming from further up and into the building where you came from. Grizzop, there's also what's definitely the sound of Barry comforting someone. Oh. It looks like Barry's um, found his way in. That that is the sound people often make near Bertie. Is he just? I should stress his name is Bertie. Oh, Bertie! But he does have that effect. Let's on people. go find Barry. It sounds like he's punched someone in the face. Well, you two keep an eye on the professor. I'll go and get Bertie and bring him down here. It is generally best to leave Bertie handling to. Right. I will cut to Bertie. It's not that he's better at it, it's just that nobody else wants to do it. <laughs> you're, you're currently in the main hall with two Olivers. What do you do? I think Bertie's, like, now he's in the building, he's just going to try and catch up with the others. <laughs> he's going to bring the sad Olivers with him. Because um, you never know when you might need somebody to stand on a raised plate to test if it's a trap. <laughs> Well then, given that you were... That's what true leadership looks like. Giving that you're picking your route at random, highs or lows? Uh, lows. You go through the right-hand door to a completely different part of the building. <laughs> okay. I follow the sound of sobbing. You eventually I'm see scurrying. them heading through the far side of the door. Bertie! Bertie! What? This way! Oh, excellent. Now! He's carrying a weeping person, someone who looks like they might have been, like, shot with an arrow or something. Like, there's quite a lot of Oh, them. no, what happened? Oh, we had a little accident. Oliver here has wounded Oliver very, very badly. Oliver runs up to you, non-bloodied Oliver, and starts grabbing you, going, I can't be expelled! What are we going to tell him? He can't be parents? expelled, Harry. What are we going to do? It's really not that bad. You'll be fine! Bertie makes it, Bertie makes it, Bertie glowers at Hamid. To communicate silently. What are we going to do? Um, I can't be expelled. I can't deal with this. They'll understand it was a complete accident. Just be honest if they ask you. He's he's clearly not that badly injured. It just looks worse because it's on the face. Bertie glowers much harder at Hammond. Just sit down. Just calm down. Just calm down. It's going to be okay. You'll be fine. Look, sit down. Sit down. Head between your knees. Breathe. 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 Bertie, they went that way. I'll catch up. Downstairs. <laughs> and I think I'll just I think I'll just wrap the episode there with Hamid comforting someone else that being expelled's fine. Don't throw. <laughs> Not there'll, the end of the world. There'll be no long-term Your ramifications. Will totally still love you. And then five, five years later, you'll wake up in a strange hotel room with a bigot, someone with trust issues, and 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 uh, someone new who's actually quite nice. Like I don't have any like dirt on him, there, and you'll wonder how you got there. It'll be fine. Keep breathing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's pronounced... Nice. I was <laughs> so waiting for that. Yeah, I was. Hi, do you know how many episodes I've been waiting, Vivian? Yes, yeah, 68. <laughs> <laughs> One sentence! One sentence! I'm making Come on, come on! Let's, let's, let's get through it. Come on, let's, let's get going. Also, we need to not hit the table. I keep getting that. Yes. Okay. Right. Hello, and welcome to episode 69 of Hello. the Rust <laughs> So, do you want to rewrite the entire story around uh, Total Party Kill? Well, apparently, I have to rewrite it around Zolf leaving. Zolf's yeah. my ally in order. All our merchandise is out of date. <laughs> oh. Awkward. Oh. Oh. oh my god! Oh. I'll leave a special message. That mug you bought is pointless now. No, it's fine. We'll have to get Anna, Anna to spin up a Swifty we'll, we'll, result. We'll get more. Yeah. If we release too early, it's a spoiler! Uh, <laughs> right, okay. So, where we left off last time, you were underneath Prague. I'm just Again. saying this relationship goes both ways, Alex. You torture me, I'll torture you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, 
haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S-E-L-E-N-E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. <laughs>